0: You know how sometimes where people say like it's not rocket science or you don't have to be a rocket scientist. Well, today I'm actually talking to one. Melissa Corley Carter and I met a couple of months ago over really interesting circumstances, which we may or may not get into today, but she is such an interesting person. She has run a marathon on every continent and yes, that includes Antarctica and she has the pictures and the book to prove it she has been through a lot and has come out smiling and i am so excited to share her journey with you today hi i'm avery thatcher a former icu nurse and this is not your standard stress management podcast where we just focus on those band-aid solutions like the benefits of meditation mindfulness and self-care You already know that you need some kind of recovery strategy to deal with your stressful life. But what you may not know are all of the sneaky ways that society, our upbringing, and our high-achieving nature, and so many other factors contribute to our risk of burnout. That, my friend, is what we talk about here on this podcast because you can't do something about a situation that you're not aware of, right? So if you're ready to get out of the pattern of burning out, feeling better, only to burn out again... It's time for us to shed the light on the truth about burnout. All right, friends. So let's get to it. I am super excited to dive into our conversation with Melissa because, as I said in the introduction, she is a rocket scientist. She is <laughs> amazing. And has, uh, if, you were, if there was a video version of this, you would see her book behind you as well that I mentioned where she shares about her running all over the world, including Antarctica, which is just like why Stephanie would want to run a marathon there? Well, really, let's be honest. Why would someone want to run a marathon? I've done one. That was enough. Thanks. But she's done a bunch. So yeah, welcome to the show, Melissa.
1: Thank you so much, Avery. It's a joy to be here.
0: So I alluded a little bit in the intro as to how we met. And so really, Melissa when I reached out to her, I was reaching out because I was about to invest a lot of money in something and I wanted to see if it was going to be valuable or not. And so I kind of like did the scattergun approach and reach out to a bunch of people. And Melissa got back to me with the most thoughtful response. And I really feel like it just speaks to the kind of person that she is and the caring nature that she has. And although this is great, it can serve us in a lot of ways, it sabotages sometimes too. And sometimes that sabotage leads to burnout. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So why don't you tell me a little bit about you, Melissa, and tell us a little bit about your burnout story.
1: Mm. So burnout story. So yes, I have my whole life kind of been on the high achieving track, you know, started as a high achiever from when I was very little and had big dreams, wanted to be an astronaut and all the things decided that when I was pretty young. And so I was always kind of hard charging and good at everything and doing all the things. And, and that whole astronaut dream followed it for 20 years. And, and then in 2012 was, was actually when I first put in my application and I'll say along the way, I kind of knew that I wasn't, actually physically qualified because I had really bad eyesight and I knew that was a thing, but I was kind of trusting the process that eventually they would start accepting eye surgery and they did. So I got LASIK. And so by the time 2012 rolled around, that was the first time I had the eyesight. I had all the education. I had all the thing, all the little boxes checked and put in my application and found out I was rejected because my eyesight before LASIK was so bad that I was disqualified anyway. So... I'd Say that that was probably the beginning of, of the burnout story, in that I from from then on, I literally had no idea what my life purpose was. You know, from, from the time I was very little, I had a thought that my life purpose was to become an astronaut, or at least my life goal was to become an astronaut. And and you know, I, I actually just recently heard a really powerful phrase. I, I talk about this a lot, like the dark night of the soul. But what I have learned is that the phrase I heard was that it's not the dark night of the soul. It's the dark night of the ego and the healing of the soul. And so and so that is exactly what happened because it was such an awakening process of like, actually, this isn't your life purpose. This is, you know, there's there's something else going on here. So, so all that to say, I think when i what I experienced as burnout was a feeling of just disconnect from, purpose, did not knowing what my purpose was coming to realize that because I had no backup plan, I just sort of continued on in the track I was going, which worked for a little while, but I was, I was active duty air force. And, and I got to a point where I just, you know, I loved the people I was working with, but I was not inspired by the job. I didn't really like the job itself. And, and I felt like I didn't know my purpose. And, and so You know, so that the specific one of the specific burnout stories that that I when I really noticed that there was something wrong was, you know, I was coming home from work one day and I had had gotten into kind of a habit of going to the store and getting a bag of Dove chocolates, which are sort of my my thing, my 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 comfort food at the time. still love them. But but this particular time I got a bag, got home, stood at the kitchen counter and ate every piece in the bag before i mean i didn't even do anything else i was i i just came in stood at the counter ate all the chocolates and thought oh my gosh this is not normal you know happy people i'll put happy in quotation marks air quotes don't do stuff like this you know and and it was interesting because i think everyone on the outside us i projected this Totally on top of it, squared away, high achiever persona. And you know, I'm I'm a big smiler. So I smile at everybody and you know, all that kind of thing. So I'm I sort of seem like I'm okay, but I realized, wow, I totally not okay. And I didn't really know where to go with that, but but and, and, but lots of things kind of conspired to set me on a different path. But anyway, so I'll just say the the realization of not being aligned with purpose was kind of my core burnout experience. I
0: love that you highlighted that because a lot of people can't always determine which style of burnout they're experiencing. Because we've talked about that on previous episodes as well, that there's actually four different core types of burnout. Mm -hmm. There's physical, there's emotional, there's mental, and there's fulfillment burnout. Mm -hmm. And so fulfillment burnout is one of the trickiest ones, especially if you've got this history of high achievement, because you're just looking around at your life and you're just like, why aren't I happy? And other people <laughs> look at you and they're just like, she must be happy. Everything is aligned. And, and you just feel that emptiness. And then we look to fill it with other things, like maybe Dove chocolate. Yes. Which, like, <laughs> you know, I feel like all of us have been there when we're like, it's okay, I'm just going to have one. And then you look down and you crush the bag and you're like, well, yeah. that happened. <laughs> so yep. I feel like that's such a powerful thing for people to hear when they're not really sure if what they're feeling is actually burnout. But you've just clearly outlined that so beautifully. So thank you so much for doing that. You're so welcome. So tell me, what was that moment when you realized that you kind of had to let go of the identity of who you thought you were going to be? What sort of triggered that moment? And then what steps did you take after that to really find the purpose again? Gosh, do we
1: have a hundred hours, um, <laughs> <laughs> that the, the moment, gosh, there were, there were a few moments and I'll say the very first moment was, was really kind of in the moment of, of feeling the, get, being rejected from the astronaut program. I cried all night, you know, did all the things, but I, I think that what what I discovered in post-processing and reflection is that it wasn't just not getting to do that thing, but you brought up the word identity, and that's so huge. I had completely wrapped my identity around becoming an astronaut, and without that, I literally didn't know who I would be or, or what I would do. And, and I remember like thoughts going through my head, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to tell everybody like anybody actually thinks you know that you're going to become an astronaut right i mean it's so few people do it no one's expecting me to do that but in my head i basically told everyone i had ever known that i wanted to be an astronaut and i was i mean there's so there's a little bit of embarrassment and fear of of, of oh my gosh i don't know what to, how am i going to show up as awesome if i'm not an astronaut which again if you think about that is sort of silly but it was my core identity right and and so so i think that there was there was that kind of processing in the background and as as i was kind of going about then this this normal job but but i think things that helped me take Steps were there were actually books I started reading. Um, I was I want maybe one of the first things was actually yoga. You know I had I had in this process of running marathons on all seven continents. One of my one of my roommates on one of my trips uh, introduced me to Bikram yoga, hot yoga, and so I had started doing that. And you know so first started to hear about the the concept of mindfulness and 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 things like you know how you are on the mat is how you are off the mat and and bring intentionality and focus and presence and and also grace and self-forgiveness you know a big thing in yoga is not showing up with any expectations so maybe you you know did you feel like you had a really powerful class yesterday and today you show up and you're not feeling so good and especially bikram because it's the same 26 postures and it, like every single class is the same format but it's never the same class because you're there with a different body and a different mental state and all this and the other thing. So, so being kind of steeped in in that helped me start learning about this, mm, I guess, more spiritual aspect. And I think there've been little nuggets of that actually all throughout my life. But, but that was that was a big step, I think. And and so and, and then actually, a book that really helped me was a book called Thrive by Ariana Huffington. Uh, that was about about kind of the new metrics of success, wisdom and well being, and and I think then there's a third one that I can't remember off the top of my head, but but not basically how oh, much money you have or what job title you have or anything like that, but really focusing on what what does fulfillment look like. So uh, and and then I actually ended up also in a Seven Habits of Highly Effective People workshop, and and another big key to me that I was maybe not at that time on the right track was we had an exercise, we were writing our mission statement. And we had this, you know, five minute just stream of consciousness writing. And I wrote this whole thing. And it was not even remotely about anything I was really doing at at work. It was really all about helping, finding the universe in myself and helping other people find the universe in themselves. And and so I realized there was this higher purpose calling me. Um, So that was, so those are some of the steps, I guess I'll pause there and, and see how that's landing.
0: Yeah, no, that was great. Lots of different ideas and and ways that people can start to find their way out of it. If they're feeling also that maybe fulfillment burnout is sort of aligning for them. Now, there's a couple of things that you said that I just kind of want to circle back to. And with, with yoga, you talk about how we're showing up on and off the mat with this non-expectation. And so a lot of that is really that concept, that Vedic concept of Santosha, which is just this general acceptance of right now it's like this and really just embracing that. We dig into that a lot on my other podcast, which is called Inner Stillness, Outer Chaos. But really, I think understanding that piece is really tricky for high achievers (laughs) to just be like, right now it's like this, when you're just like, "Mm, fuck, but I want it to be like that. So tell me how your relationship is now with that high achieving part of you. Like what has shifted to be able to allow you to have that Santosha?
1: I love that. I love that question. You know, I think so much has shifted. I, I feel like I, if I identify at all as a high achiever, now I identify as sort of like a high achiever in, in fulfillment. Like I, but not in a check the box kind of way, but, but in a, Am I do I feel like I'm really living to the fullest and and am I embracing my joy and am I doing like if I'm making decisions are they aligned with my soul and and so the high achiever is like is, is has kind of come into the position of I'm going to make, I'm going to make hell yes choices. And, and if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And, and that's, and and that's okay. So, so it's a, it is a, a total reframe of how that works. But I think one of the, one of the huge things that helped me get there is, is actually one of the first things I did when I left active duty Air Force and, uh, and, and started, you know, my own path, I actually did a coach certification program with uh, with Institute for professional excellence and coaching. And I learned this framework called energy leadership. And, and it's, it's so beautiful. It's really all about the the stair step, like how we go from, you know, the basically from the spectrum of victim of circumstance, like life is happening to me, and there's nothing I can do about it to I am creating my experience of life in every moment. And, and so practice with that, for years, has has been really huge so so this it, where it is right now that that level of acceptance is is the highest state right of 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 just not in and not judging it as good or bad or anything but this is what's happening now and I have the power to choose differently if I want it to be different I don't have to it doesn't have to be different uh but but I get to choose and so so for me one of the biggest 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 things I bang on about is, is reclaiming your power, you know, to, to really create your experience of life in in each moment, because we all have that power and big society with a capital S would, would have us think that, that we don't, you know, and we have to buy the latest thing or, or do this or do that, or all the fear, 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 you know, and, and it's, it's pervasive, but so you have to make a conscious choice to, not focus on that but to actually focus on where is my power and and you, we don't we can't control what happens to us but we can absolutely control how we respond to it and so so that's where the majority of my self-development work you know has come from and and what I love 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 helping other people with as well
0: so let's dive into that a little bit tell us a little bit more about what you're working on now and how that's shifted your idea of fulfillment and where people can find and learn more
1: about that. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So so it has been quite a journey I, in the in the entrepreneur space. I never actually envisioned myself as an entrepreneur, but so I left Active Duty Air Force in 2015 and have been an Air Force reservist since then. So I've been doing some leadership coaching, leadership training and stuff um, in that arena as well. But but uh, you know, I've I've done things like human design and and learned a lot of different modalities and uh emotional freedom techniques and all this kind of thing. So so it's been really interesting. I've gone in lots of different directions and I think a lot of it has been for my own healing journey and and where I have kind of crystallized now is is I uh, first of all so I so I have my book but then I also just just recently came out with a um a wisdom card deck that's a companion deck to the book that so what I'm what I'm super excited on kind of on the on the front edge of right now is is doing Something like helping people shine their lights. So I want to do these like shine your light sessions where I'm drawing wisdom cards for them, and and you know, being a space holder for for you listening to your own wisdom, uh, and then also using that energy leadership work to to again give people a framework and and a way to kind of identify where they are energetically right now and and then from there you can decide do i do i want something to change and and if i do then how do i do it so so really working within that step by step fashion you know on the on the rocket science piece i i'm a huge fan of of you know taking taking small steps and adjusting course so you know you don't just aim at the moon and don't make any changes you you actually do make incremental changes along the way so i like to to do this kind of one small step at a time adds up to the giant leap and and so so i am just <laughs> all about helping people take those one small step at a time to to become and to realize how far they actually have leapt you know and and how far they have come and how much they've changed and how much they've grown and and how much they have the capacity to do that moving forward as well so yeah all about the helping you shine your light and live live the life that you came here to live Oh, I love that. And I love how the,
0: the space history has woven its way into that. Oh, that's so cool. And it just makes sense. And I just love that you are still bringing forward the the learning from those spaces rather than trying to shun them out completely. And I think that's such a powerful space to come from. Thank
1: you. Yes. And, and I'll say just one other thing about that. that. That actually has been the big realization that... That the whole astronaut thing was sort of a superficial, a superficial understanding of what my life purpose was, because it has never actually changed. It has been about you know, the basic principles of rocket science, which which are going from where you are to where you want to be. Acknowledging progress and adjusting course and letting go to lift off. And, and all the things that I originally wanted in becoming an astronaut were about spiritual connection with the cosmos and inspiring people to greatness. And, and all of those things I get to do every single day. And it's it had nothing to do with being an astronaut. So the goal, the real goal never changed The the uh, manifestation or interpretation of it is what changed. So so that is also something I really like helping people with. Like what's the goal behind the goal? And there's a million ways to get there.
0: Yes, beautifully said, beautifully said. So tell the person listening right now how they can learn more about you and go check out all of the things that you have. Maybe check out your book,
1: your wisdom cards. Where can they find all of that? Awesome. Well, So it's all on my website, epiclifeactually.com. So that's the that's the home. And then I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Instagram is my favorite because again, I do love photos. So uh, so yeah, so it's that those are the the main places that you can find me. But the website is the is the home, epiclifeactually.com. And the book is there and the card deck is there.
0: Love it. And we're gonna link to all of that in the show notes as well. So you can okay. go ahead and find that in the description. Thank you so much, Melissa, for sharing your story and for just so clearly outlining fulfillment burnout and the ways to move out of that. But because this is the thing, is like you said, it's not necessarily a hard left turn, leaving everything behind. It's about figuring out and digging into some of those more meaningful reasons. And that is just such powerful advice. So is there anything else which you want to share before we end things today?
1: I think the, the number one thing I would share is that for anyone listening just, and I know this is a lot easier said than done, but but really just relax. You are exactly where you need to be for the perfect unfolding of your path. And basically your life purpose and what you're here for is not about what you do. It's about being you. You are the gift.
0: Oh, I love that. And it's so fun that you say that because I need regular reminders that where I'm at right now is totally fine and I can be okay here. So I actually have a little necklace that says, slow down, you're doing fine. So every oh, time awesome. I'm doing yoga, and it like comes to wax me in the forehead. When I go into <laughs> Svanasana, downward dog, I'm just like, right, slow down, you're doing fine. <laughs> it's just a awesome. perfect reminder. So maybe yes. you don't need a necklace to whack you in the face, but some other little re- reminder like that might be a good idea because it's very good advice from Melissa. So thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you, Avery
0: so thank you again for coming here and sharing your story and yeah i feel like more collaborations will be coming
1: yay i look forward to it you're the best thank you avery hold
0: it right there don't skip to the next podcast you were going to listen to just yet because i have something else i think you're really going to want did you know that we have an app The Productivity Partner app has everything you need to not only up-level your high-achieving habits with meditation, mindfulness, yoga, reflection prompts, digital self-care packages, and all of those stress management strategies, but it also helps you organize your day, set intentions, track data to improve your systems, and help you finally achieve that ever-so-elusive work-life balance. Go to the truthaboutburnout.com for more information and start your free week trial today.